before audio, technology was literally the saving grace through the pandemic because we were able to keep our talent on air from their living rooms, their kitchens, their basements. Podcasters were able to interview people from anywhere on the globe. And that was because of technology and how good even consumer grade audio recording capabilities are to really pull together either editing or even just sound quality. On today's episode, we talk with a couple of thought leaders who speak on their experience in the growing broadcast industry and how technology is shaping and continues to shape the landscape today and into the future. We recently spoke at the NAB show, which was held in Las Vegas, and it's a phenomenal show if you've never been. It's one of the largest of its kind in the world where groundbreaking technology is unveiled, innovative solutions are displayed, and these game-changing trends are exposed. So continue listening to hear from Odyssey and TuneIn. Our first guest is Sarah Foss, who's the chief technology officer of Odyssey, which is one of the largest audio publishers, radio stations, podcasting companies, sports betting, events, etc. So let's see why she attended NAB and the impact it has on Odyssey. So my name is Sarah Foss. I'm the chief technology officer of Odyssey. Odyssey is one of the largest audio publishers where we have radio stations, podcasting companies, sports betting, we have events. Uh, So what am I doing at NAB? I am looking at a lot of, I'd say, the future production capabilities, not only for audio, but also for video. And I'm also really doubling down on anything that's going to help us virtualize the station and the back office and make discoverable content easier for our listeners on our digital platforms. And as you may or may not know, audio has transformed into this leading source, a leading source, I should say, of content with the ability to share new audiences, podcasts, growth, and popularity, and obviously so much more. So I asked Sarah how she sees audio evolving into the future. Well, I think the thing that surprised so many people from the pandemic was the fact that audio kind of came out on top, where we all went at the very beginning, binge watched everything we could. We went back and found all of those incredible TV shows and great over-the-top programs that we'd been watching. The difference with audio is it's ubiquitous. So wherever we were, we had a chance to engage with people talking about sports, listening to the news, our new favorite binge-worthy podcast, or frankly, music stations that were easy to discover from all over the country. So audio, I think, has two things. One, the future is clear. It's here to stay. It's relevant. And it's something that every single generation has found a way to incorporate in their life, whether it's plugging into your iPhone and streaming a podcast, or as you're making dinner and unwinding with a glass of something, playing your podcast, or even music off of a smart speaker. I think the second thing we found is that audio itself has become a really easy way for people to kind of find anything that they want to do through discovery because the medium itself is so broad and again, so ubiquitous that finding that perfect playlist 
or that interview with a celebrity or finding out about news from a city that you may even not live in now, but that's because it is the topic of the day has become easier. And I think that's what we believe makes audio so relevant. It's not only about what you like to listen to right now, but also how easy it is to find and discover new types of content through digital platforms, through smart speakers, or frankly, even through just hitting the dial. Being the chief technology officer of Odyssey, Sarah obviously knows a lot about technology and the growth and process improvement of it. So I asked her what she sees technology having the biggest impact in which technology she wishes were more readily available? For audio, technology was literally the saving grace through the pandemic because we were able to keep our talent on air from their living rooms, their kitchens, their basements. Podcasters were able to interview people from anywhere on the globe. And that was because of technology and how good even consumer grade audio recording capabilities are to really pull together either editing or even just sound quality. So that's one thing that frankly was catapulted into the spotlight. We sound good even though we're not sitting in front of our radio stations, which have incredible facilities and very highly sophisticated boards and recording capabilities. What do I want more of? Consumers now are so heavily engaged in audio, and they really are expecting digital audio to have the same capabilities of digital video. So pause, download, rewind, forward, share, clip, all of those capabilities are things that we at Odyssey believe consumers want more of. And when you have that much now nuanced content, you've got to have an AI backbone. You've got to have the capability for consumers, those listeners to discover things so easily or have an algorithm, have AI really recommend things based on their preferences. And so frankly, at the show, we're not only looking at the production capabilities to make us faster at generating audio content, but we're leaning into the partnerships with companies like Veritone that we have today for AI capabilities so that listeners can really weed through and find that nugget of content that she really wants to find in the fastest way possible on whatever platform she's listening to. It's only natural that the conversation moved into the artificial intelligence focus. So of course, I had to really double down on that. And since she brought up the AI focus of, and obviously we're an AI focused technology podcast, we're always looking to understand how others are using AI in their work. So I asked Sarah if she could talk more about broadcast monetization and where she thinks that's headed. Oh, totally. I think broadcast monetization is very quickly going to surpass, in my opinion, a lot of the digital capabilities, whether that's proof of performance attribution, or frankly, the aggregation of niche audiences that can lead into some really sophisticated targeting. All of that 
is based on, though, you being able to identify not only who is listening to what when and on which platform, but also how quickly can you create audiences around content in meaningful ways? Because reach and frequency still matter. But when we start diving into things like the NFL draft happening here in Las Vegas during the NAB show, people are going to want to be able to quickly discover who is talking about which players from which schools. Why? Because they came from that school or because they've been following that player. And so we believe at Odyssey, we have to have a backbone behind the talent and the content who are really engaging and entertaining, then from a technology perspective, can capture that content, can quickly be able to identify it. And then we can present those audiences and that particular content to advertisers because they want to find particular listeners. They want to get to people that may actually follow that particular school or that particular player. And we need to have the technology to not only discover those people, and aggregate them, but then really create a compelling proposition for the advertiser for those particular contents. So whether that's sponsorship or reads, or as I mentioned, how we prove the performance of what the talent's been doing, all of that has to be technology enabled and not on the backs of our talent. I also spoke with Andrew Bach, who's the chief industry evangelist for TuneIn. He's been with the company for about nine and a half years. And what he does is help tune in to try and find innovative ways to help their broadcast partners and content creators find their broadest audience possible through as many devices and platforms as they may want. And Andrew had mentioned that he was excited to be back finally after two years in person to see all these people again. It's been two years since we've all gotten together, which is uh, obviously something that impacted, I think, a lot of people's decisions to come as I walk around and talk to a lot of people. It's good to just see folks in the flesh again. I also think that we're in a really interesting inflection point as an industry in terms of where audio is headed in the digital landscape. And you know, I'm really curious to see the types of companies and products that are out here that may help you know broadcasters and stations really make this transition as efficiently and effectively as possible, which is, you know, I think it's coming pretty fast. I also asked Andrew how he thinks that TuneIn is changing the way people listen to sports, to news, to radio stations, podcasts, and even music. Sure. You know, we're the leader in conversational audio. This is a really important audio segment that heavily favors real-time and long-form audio content, which, you know, is where the audience is sort of migrating towards what users are, are really asking for. And, you know, recent partnerships with Amazon that was just announced opening up our premium catalog to all Amazon Echo users. We've been part of the Amazon Echo products since it launched. So this is a really nice additional bonus for our users and listeners to get access to the premium content. We've announced in the last six months partnerships with Amazon, MLB, iHeart, Media, uh, Harman International focus has been a really big component of what we're driving in terms of our business strategy. So I think it's there's a lot going on and we have the breadth of everything to offer. 
You already know I asked him what role he thinks artificial intelligence plays in allowing their listeners to tune into audio that really matters most to them. Yeah, I think that you know AI is going to play a really important role in the future of conversational audio and of long-form audio and the ways that people are able to generate content, the timeliness of how they're able to generate content. I think about right now, if you look at industry-wide, some of the most popular podcasts that people are consuming on a daily basis are actually focused around coverage of the war in Ukraine and Russia. And when you think about opportunities to use AI to potentially create a more readily and consumable type of content where it is, it can be typed up and pushed out pretty quickly. And so the updates can come out with regularity. I see a lot of opportunity for people to take advantage of how we can really impact timeliness of message and get something out there even faster than we're doing today. It's one of the impacts. It's one of the things that I think is challenged when you look at podcasts versus the live audio space. I mean, that, you know, live timeliness factor is something that this could, you know, that AI could really help address. I also wanted to get his perspective of the future of audio and what he thinks that looks like and how that's going to evolve. I know I asked Sarah the same question, but I really wanted to get Andrew's response as well. Oh boy, that is a very large question. I think that audio is on the precipice of a really, really, really big resurgence in people's lives. I think the reframing and reshaping of people's relationship to audio, moving away from, hey, this is something I listen to just in the car on my AM, FM dial into this is something that can be incorporated into every aspect of my life. And here are the widespread of devices and platforms I can use to do that. I mean, TuneIn is available on 200 plus devices worldwide. So, you know, the whole point is how do you make that touch point frictionless? And I think that we are really, really close to solving that as an industry. How do you really give people the same type of environment or experience they've come to love in AMFM, that sort of immediacy, I press the button and the station's there. How do we get to that point? And also, how do we start to really use smart data instead of the sort of the dumb data that has powered the industry for so many years to really understand what people are listening to and why and get intelligent about how to distribute and surface new content and introduce new artists to people and, and find ways to rebuild some of the really important and critical components of radio in this new digital environment. And that's really you know, something that stations and broadcasters really need to focus a lot more on now. With insights into the thoughts of leaders from Odyssey and TuneIn, I hope this inspired you to ask yourself the same questions I posed to Sarah and Andrew. There's a lot going on in the world of audio, and it doesn't sound like it's slowing down anytime soon. In fact, it sounds like things are just getting started. This has been another episode of Veritone's Adventures in AI, a worldwide podcast that dives into the many ways technology and artificial intelligence is shaping our future for the better. Talk with you next time. Yes.